a Hockey Hall of Famer and a man who oversees the Toronto Maple Leafs, Brendan Shanahan. Brendan, good to see you. Good day, how are you? Is that, if that got used to that, the fact that you, you, know, you oversee the Toronto Maple Leafs, for so long you did other things, and now it's second nature just to kind of refer to you as that. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I think when you're when you're doing a job like this, you're reminded of it every day and every minute. So so I've gotten used to it and gotten very comfortable with uh, and, and, and every day uh, always thankful. Uh, we know that last season was a really tough one for the Maple Leafs. And in yet in the win-loss column this year, this one has been equally as difficult. I'd like to know, though, how you feel about what you're seeing on the ice night after night in terms of the team's overall performance. Well, you know, it's it's. I think that we really prepared ourselves and prepared our fans and prepared our owners and, and prepared everybody for what had to happen here in order for us to uh, really make uh, what we thought were the right steps necessary to not just have a, a team that could contend for the Cup, but a team that once you arrived in that contention category could sustain it over a long number of years. So um, I, I've been really pleased, and I think that, uh, look, you, you, the competitive side of you when, you when you go out to play every game, you want to win. Um, but I, not just how many guys have taken to uh, Coach Babcock's philosophy, but but the right guys have. And the guys that maybe we were a little bit concerned, we, we really need this guy to step up and this guy to buy in. Um, I've been proud of this team. We haven't we haven't won the. We haven't won as many games as maybe we even deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you go into Montreal and you lose by a goal and you you, you throw 52 shots on uh, on net at. Uh, you know, really, uh, at the time, the hottest team in the NHL. There were, if you compare our record right now with the record that we had last year at this time, uh, we had a winning record mm-hmm. at this time. And I, 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 I didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, but I see one now. I like the way our prospects are playing, but I really like the way that our guys are playing and the foundation that Mike is laying. Last season, before Mike Babcock and Lou Lamorello got here, uh, you made a very uh, concerted effort to let the market here know what you were doing, what the plan was, and how long it was going to take. Why did you do all that? Because we haven't seen that in this city. Not just the fact that you were doing it, but you went to such extent to kind of explain it to the market and the fans here. You know, I, I think during the season that, that that it wasn't really appropriate to say certain things that I felt. And um, not, not to say that I wasn't saying them to people internally and, and people within the organization and you know, everyone's got a boss. I've got a board. Uh, explaining it to them, what I thought we needed to do in order to to really become what the Toronto Maple Leafs deserve to be. When the season ended and I, I addressed, um, you know, really the media and the fans, I don't think I did anything except just be as honest as I could be. I, I pulled no punches. I'm, you know, I'm a respectful uh, person. I try to be to as many individuals as I can. But I just, um, I walked away from that, that, press conference at the end of the season and people were saying that was refreshing and I I said well I just told the truth and I think that we've got a sophisticated market of media uh, of fans I don't think anybody here wants us to lose I don't buy a lot of the excuses that I've heard in the past that it's too hard to play here or the media are happier when we're losing because it's better for the news and better for the ratings Um, I just sort of thought they were all excuses and that doesn't mean it's easy to do, um, but I just, like I said, I spoke from the heart and I just spoke as honestly as I could. You've always believed in the notion of possibility in this market, but why did you believe in it? Well, I guess I just have the mindset that, that you know, 
you show me one mountain, you ask me to climb it, and before I do, if you point at another one, you say it's bigger, I, I want to go climb that one. And, and that's sort of the same philosophy that I went after Mike, Mike Babcock and was maybe one of the few people that actually believed he would come here to Toronto. Uh, same with Lou Lamorello. Um, same with Mark Hunter, you know. Uh, Kyle Dubas. They, run down the list of the guys that we brought in over here, here in the last year and a half. And they were all very comfortable and had very safe and secure uh, situations, but they were all—they all saw the potential of what we could be. And um, having grown up here, having grown up a Maple Leaf fan my whole life, and never ever considered uh, cheering for another team as as a kid, uh, but also recognizing where some of the warts were and some of the frustrations were, uh, I just saw the Toronto Maple Leafs as 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 a tremendous place for potential and with a lot of hard work and some breaks um you know we plan to get there you have a story for almost every occasion i've noticed one time i was in a room with a bunch of soccer guys and you had a soccer story they're uh, usually involving fights well, well, <laughs> actually that one did i think yeah um my one soccer game could you tell me a nick got ejected Lid- for fighting what a clown <laughs> could you tell me a nick lidstrom story <laughs> nick lidstrom story yeah no there's some i can't but uh, <laughs> the best ones I can't. But I'll just say this: like, um, it, w- it was actually really hard that when I, I flew into Detroit a while back when they retired his his um, his sweater, and he's a hard guy to talk about because he's so superb mm-hmm. and it was so fantastic and ranks in history as one of the greatest defensemen ever. But you wouldn't say he was like you wouldn't talk about him like you'd say Paul Coffey had this blazing speed or, or Ray Bork was just this powerful guy that got from corner to slot and shot everything, you know, got eight shots on goal or Scott Stevens that put fear into your eyes and laid you out at center ice. Nick made the ordinary um, or the extraordinary look ordinary. And he did it night after night after night. So it, it's really hard and it's almost a disservice to him that all I can say is when you're open, he passed it to you. Yeah. When it was time to shoot, he shot. The pass was on your tape. The shot was on the net. When when you needed him to be in position or need to break up a two-on-one, he broke it up. Uh, and he just did it without missing a lot of games, without taking any maintenance, uh, without needing anything. Uh, and he was just uh, a, a great guy and a great teammate. And the one thing I will say that don't, people don't know about Nick is uh, first guy down the lobby after a road trip ready to go for a beer before, before dinner. So... You might want to call him the perfect human, but he likes his beers too. Hey, what's? <laughs> I would say that's actually near perfect. Um, what's the worst mistake you ever saw him make? We, I, you know, I can't recall one specifically, but when he would make a mistake, we would lo- we would l- laugh and 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 cheer. <laughs> Take it whether, whether it was in practice, <laughs> and sometimes even in a game, we'd wait till we wait till we were alone, and and we'd say, Hey, Nick, you got beat tonight. <laughs> um, but oftentimes it was in practice. It was usually Pavel Datsuk doing something to him, but. Yeah. When he did make a mistake, we we uh, enjoyed rubbing it in. Uh, Brandon, listen, we really appreciate you stopping by. Uh, continued success with uh, the rebuilding of the Toronto Maple Leafs into something great. Thanks, guys. All right, Thanks, there he man. is, Brandon Shanahan, the president of the Toronto Maple Leafs.